listening to Free Beers and a Movie. Nice. Hello, welcome to episode 141 of Free Beers and a Movie. I'm Richard Laird and I'm with... Colin McKay. Where are we tonight, Colin? We're in the Raven tonight, which is a busy Raven, I'm surprised, because I think coronavirus, the world's kind of shutting down, everyone's in hiding, not... People in Glasgow at the pub. This is the busiest I've seen the Raven for a while. Um, maybe it's the last hurrah before the virus takes us. Possibly, but like, it's, it's, I mean, it's miserable outside, it's raining, yep. it's cold, yep. it's... Thursday night, not exactly kind of game night, do you know what I mean? Night of um, football on tonight, maybe? People are dying of virus and this place is mobbed. Yeah, I've Strange, strange things are afoot. You think so? And, and the end of days is coming. Why, because of the virus? Who's got the virus? Well, Tom Hanks has got it. So, I mean, if Tom Hanks has got it, anyone so can get that it. that is the end of days. Tom Hanks has got the virus. It's like a, it's like a whole Captain Trips type thing. I, I don't know. I've thought about that. I was thinking, this is a stand. This, this is how the stand happens. I'm um, avoiding all tunnels just to be safe. <laughs> and anyone named um, Tom. Tom Hanks, I mean, Jesus Christ. You know, the, 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 you just don't touch Tom Hanks. But it's, we've got this way. Tom Hanks got in Australia. And it does prove the point that everything in Australia... They try to kill you. Even <laughs> even Tom Hanks is not safe in the truth. That's how deadly the truth is. Even Tom Hanks. God, God bless Tom. God bless Tom. If, if you all leave this world because of this virus, don't let it take Tom. No, no, if he's the last I'll man. I'll sacrifice myself to make I'll, sure I'll Tom works. Tom Hanks? Yeah, it's, it's just, Tom Hanks. I was shocked in the red, I was genuinely like, no, no, not, not at all. I woke up to three messages from my sister about Tom Hanks <laughs> and I'm like, I thought one of the family died. He kind of is, though, isn't he? He's like, yeah. He's like, that uncle that everybody loves. I'm not off Tom Hanks. What are you drinking tonight? Um, I'm back on to a cool town lager. Like you. Oh. Old reliable. Uh, yeah. I'm also in Coltown, but not the, your Coltown. Oh, you're doing the Doddy. The Doddy Weir So, for non-Scottish-initiated rugby fans, who's Doddy Weir? Doddy Weir is a Scottish rugby player who played about 10 years ago. Very good rugby player, apparently. Longer than that, surely. Longer than that now, is it? Yeah, I think 15 so. years. He put the Hastings in, he was in that Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a Scottish legend in many ways. I think he beat England and he beat England, won a Grand Slam with Doddy Weir. Possibly. And this, uh, and he's this manager as well. He's a coach yeah, as well. This beer's going towards the Doddy Weir funds, yes, which got, is for... I want to say MS, but maybe it's not MS, maybe something, another one, but, but he's, he's, he's unwell. It's for a charitable yeah, cause, yeah. it's a good thing, so, so I applaud you. Well yeah, it's nice, it's very like Cold Town, but yeah. there's not much difference. It, it does not. The labelling is slightly different. But, you know, it, it's for a good thing, so yes. well done, sir. I'm highly, highly commendable. Thank you very much. Um, we start off, as usual, with our Mike on Mike, and there was a game this week. There was. There was. There was a game on Saturday. Mr. Fallon played. It's it. the only team that's playing. Possibly. <laughs> it was against Abbey Hulton United. Okay. And they drew one each. Did Mike score? Mike did not score. Oh. And um, but it it stopped the wee train of defeats. Right. Yeah. So they're yeah. not looking good right now. We're sitting fourteen out of twenty. Right, but as you say, if you're kind of getting beat, 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 you need to. Yeah, so this is leveling it out. It's leveling out. Upwards. I think upwards from now until the end of the yeah. season. If, season goes ahead right did, now. Did our Mike play? Mike did play, I believe, yes. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember when this first started? Mike was like scoring goals, wasn't he? Remember the first few? I think he scored a goal in the first game we had him. Yeah. Then he went a bit quiet, wasn't playing yeah. much. Then he came back, nobody scored a couple of goals. Then he scored one in the cup, semi. Yeah. Remember yeah. that one? Very yeah. exciting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, Mike needs to score a goal for his Mike. Go yeah. on. Well, take, take. I'm down in two weeks' time, Mike better score then. Oh, right. if, if they're playing. If they're playing, I want to see a Mike goal. You want to see a Mike goal because you're going to be there uh-huh. at, at the, what's the stadium called? It's got a name, I can't remember the name of it now. Castle Grayskull? Not Castle Grayskull, that's Ibrox. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've never understood, um, so not non-Glaswegians, um, Ibrox is where Rangers football club play. Yes. And it, 
get referred to as Castle Grayskull in a derogatory way. But Castle so. Grayskull's a home of He-Man, that's yeah. like a heroic place. Surely I, they would have been Snake Mountain. I don't really, I don't really know where it's ever came from. Yeah. I'm not really sure I, I've always been confused, like why would you call it Castle Grayskull? That's where He-Man's from. Yeah. That's, that's where the good guys were. So maybe, is it a derogatory term? Yeah. Never understood that, but maybe one day we can... We can find out. We'll yeah. we'll ask you if I've called that. He'll know. He'll know. Yeah, he'll, he'll, know. Know that. he'll know that. Um, I start with the non-cinema view. He wants anything of more no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> so we'll move on. We'll start with a couple of films that we've both seen independently that um, we've talked about previous week. So I saw Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, oh, um, and I enjoyed Sonic the Hedgehog. Better than you thought. Well, and feel like better than it deserved to be. Yeah, it had a lot of charm to it. It was funny. The Sonic was actually not as irritating as I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's not by any means perfect. It's no, pop, pure popcorn. Pure popcorn it? film. It moves at pace for pretty much the full 90 minutes. Yeah. It stop. It's bright, it's colourful, I see why kids would enjoy it. Yeah. And you know what, for what it was, I engaged and I enjoyed it. I think you go in with, not low expectations, but you know, it's not a high bar. I think because you go in like that, you come out like properly. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Right, I thought it went in with a higher bar than probably you did because yeah. you know, people come out saying it was there to play into it so yeah. I'm open a bit more but even at that I was like no you know what this I, I have spent worse 90 minutes in the oh, definitely yeah. what did you think of Jim Carrey? I thought he was the best thing in it it was great seeing Jim Carrey it's good seeing him being Jim Carrey he just he kind of he went for it. He was let loose and uh-huh. he, he done his, his madness. Yeah, did you stay to it? The I saw the little cameo at the end. Yes. How cute was that? Yeah, that, that just warmed my heart. It was, it was really good. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Because yeah. I was kind of bigging it up. And it, you know, when you mix it up that much, you start to think, but maybe, maybe it's me that's bigging up to it. It's like, by no means a great movie, but yeah. it's, a, it's an enjoyable film for what it is. And it's definitely better for it. And it should deserve to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And James Marsden's good, isn't he? Yeah, he's charming. Yeah, he's got a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, Everything. He's got it all, he's got a bit of his going in as well. Um, well, well done. Very quickly, is one that you saw that I've talked about last week. Great length was The Invisible Man, so you saw it last night. Yes. Um, I mean, if it's only Sonic, I give 6.5 out of 10. I think I gave it, I think I gave it 8, maybe 7.5. You were, you were very high on Sonic. I, I enjoyed it, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so Invisible Man, I've seen that last night. Um, you gave Invisible Man 10 out of 10. I did, I stand I by that. enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was a good film. Um, and I scored a 7 out of 10. Oh, Because I thought the last third... The last third was the weakest part of that. I'm not to to, I think, without spoils, but the part where you find it... The, the, no, the, the suit. The suit. The suit. Okay. When that comes into it, I was like, meh. You prefer your invisible man sort of like chemical reaction, these invisible type yeah, things? Yeah, yeah. Um, but even, not, not just that, but the, the kind of look of the suit and the CGI thing and all that, it just, at that point, I was okay. like, this is a cheap, nasty Blumhouse movie at this point. Um, okay. Up until then, great film. Um, very suspenseful. She held it. To, she yeah, made she it phenomenal. It. If it was someone else, that all it could have bombed badly, yeah. but she proper, she does fucking nuts. Oh, nobody else. How good the first 15 minutes? It's good, yeah. When you're trying to get out of the house? Yeah, that, 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 that was good. Um, you just don't know anything about it, you just know there's something bad And here. What you were saying was spot on as well about how they use a lot of empty space, yeah. and you're always looking, yeah. there's nothing happening. No, there's nothing. It's, it's, just a, it's just a shot of nothing, but you're like, where is it, where is it? And you're looking for nothing, which was really well done. Yeah. But just that final act, 
just kind of took me out. I can get that, and I'm, yeah. I can also, I, I'm going to say that in review, but I thought the final act was a little bit weaker than the rest of the film, yeah. but because I was invested so much in the first two acts, it sort of uh, got it. I don't just, but I can actually understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Okay. But overall, I mean, we, me and the Lennon, we both enjoyed it. It's, it's not a bad film by any means at all. Yeah. And for a horror film to score anything above a five, I would usually say is an achievement. Anyway. Um, but no, it was good. It was good. Okay. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. Um, from that Bloom House onto another Bloom House. Yes. One that you saw that I've not seen yet, so you've got to like, do this without spoiling anything for me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a film called The Hunt. Yes. Directed by Craig Zobel, as in the cinema's now. Um, who directed a film called Z for Zachariah. Did you see that one? No. Margot Robbie, Chewie, Edge of Four, and I, I want to see one that. Either Pine, Hemsworth, or Evans. One of the Chrissies. One of the Chrissies was in it. One of the handsome Chrissies. <laughs> um, so this is a film. It's about who tells about. Um, without spoilers, um, twelve strangers are kidnapped, wake up in a field with no knowledge of how they got there, what's happened to them, and they're hunted down. Okay. In the shortest non-spoiler version, that's it. Okay. Um, it opens up to so much more because okay. when you see the trailer, that's what the trailer gives you as yeah. well, and you think, oh, it's that, that movie. It's no, that movie. It's a like, like, tar dark black comedy satire on American politics. Yeah, which yeah, which apparently they've denied it was ever called that. Um, but it's one of the best things I've seen in a long, long time. Uh, mostly because of the lead girl, Betty Gilpin. Yeah, she's from The Law and Is It Romantic and Nurse Jackie. Nurse Jackie, yeah. yeah. Um, this girl just, you know when someone just takes a role, embraces it and just makes that role something special? Yeah. She, I, I, she, do, she does it. We were talking off mic, you were compared it to Ready or Not. Yeah. And I think Ready or Not, like you saying, the girl who plays the bride is him I'm forgetting right now. Margot Robbie, but not. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Throw away Margot Robbie. She makes that role what it should be. This is the same, but again, ramped up times 10. She really just takes it and does stuff with this character that just gives it so much life that you're just. Everything she does and every time she's on the screen, you're just like, I can't wait to see what she's going to do next. So, it's written by Nick Coos and Damien Lindelof. So, Damien Lindelof, you know who he is? No. He did Lost. Oh, right, okay. Uh, the Leftovers, and he's done the recent Watchmen series. Oh, okay. He's often been sort of criticised for his endings, and he's sort of he's a good will builder, but his endings sort of fall flat. Is, it, is that, is that No, I enjoyed the ending to this. The ending kind of went John Wick on this one. Okay, right. Um, okay. Again, without spoilers, um, yeah. and, and the ending was cracking, so okay. it was nuts. Um, Off the charts. Hilary Swank's in it as well. She's Emma Roberts as well, apparently. I don't know who she is. I, I know who she was in it, but I don't know where she's from. Apparently Kyle's just named after like, the most demeaning. Yeah, yeah, so, I know who she is, but was she was she famous for? She's from Scream Queens. No. She's in Scream as well. No. Um Charlie Diddle or something like that? Right. There is a few big names in it. Um Ethan Fuplay's in it. He's in it as well, yep. Yep. And um the dude from My Name is Zero. The brother? Ethan Supply. Is that him? Yeah. yeah. He's a mole rat. Um the other guy's in it, the kind of goofy looking guy that we like, uh else is in it. shit. Kind of funny looking guy. Kind of Big teeth, tall guy, gangly. You know where they see it. Yeah. <laughs> what a lovely description of him. Tall, gangly, big teeth. You've seen it, you've got oh, yeah, it's him. Okay. <laughs> but it was such a good film. It was. Uh, I just went in kind of thinking, let's go and see this before we see The Invisible Man. And both of these were just like, wow. And the, the audience, which was actually considerable, yeah. 
we're kind of all laughing at the right bits as well, do you know what I mean? And I think there's probably stuff in there that's maybe a bit too American political that I didn't pick up on. You might get more reference than I did, but, you know, the stuff that I did get was really funny and her performance was just off the charts. Fucking insanely good. So it's a Blumhouse production. Yeah. Now we all know Blumhouse, one of the things they do do is they keep the budget down. That's how they make the money, which is absolutely fine. Yeah. Do you sense it as made on a budget? Do you feel like it's, it's even more expansive than it could be? No. Is it one of those less is more type things? It, it is, yeah. and it works for that. It's quite contained, you know, it doesn't move far from its locations. There's only yeah. the two or three different locations in it, but it doesn't need more, no. It, 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 you don't. It doesn't suffer for the budget at all. No, like, I'm thinking you, that because, like, feel it. I think the one time that Bloomhouse went big is when it sort of failed, that was with that film Glass. When he went a bit bigger yeah. with it, to sort of like make a bigger story. And it, it, it kind of plodded a bit, oh, you know. Whereas with it, like Split and with um, even Whiplash and what's your, um, uh, Get Out and all that kind all of stuff, yeah. it does keep it more. But we've said this before, give. A creative director less money and they'll be creative. Do you know what I mean? Give them all the money and they, they, it's almost like you know they don't need to try so hard because they can buy. It. They can buy CGI. Yeah. Well, think yeah. Invisible Man made on a like a bit under ten million budget because yeah. they give them cheap, they give them it, and they let them do what they want. And he done a he used that budget well. You could try and big flash. And effect. these films are going to make back about like, ten, twenty, oh, yeah. thirty times. Exactly. Which is is even the worst Blumhouse right. will make back. You know, there are very few Bloomhouse films I've seen that have actually failed. Yeah. Even the ones that we go there are not very good. It's made for five million, it makes twenty five the budget and then ah. it only costs ten million to promote, so it's made ten million back. Yeah. So it's made money. Yeah. Exactly. The man's got the widest touch. He has he really has. I mean, just I think it's just it's just content, it's constant content. Yes, like Bloomhouse a guy who just puts out so much more. But what I am interested in seeing now what I'm liking this now with him. He's now getting directors who are like sort of not sort of direct for hire or swappy. He's getting actually interesting artists about it in some way. Pro- think, proven directors, so basically. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe Whiplash to start all the kind of the guys that in Whiplash, um, who's done Lava Land, I think yeah, I'm forgetting yeah. now. Um, then obviously, I think the big push was Get Up with Jordan Peele. Yeah. That's probably opened up a lot more doors again with that. Yeah. And now he's getting like Lee Wanell. Lee Wanell done some good stuff. Done, like, he was a producer on, um, a writer on Insidious. And he was in a few films as well. And then he does Little um, Man and Upgrade and stuff like that. Then he moves on, then he's getting this big Zobel uh, who I wasn't a huge fan of that career, but it's definitely not without sort of a Bloomhouse picture. It's definitely a much more thoughtful and it's a much slower paced movie. Yeah. So the fact that you've got something like that to direct this is obviously interesting. I think interesting the well. Oscar nods will be helpful because yeah, like, yeah. had Oscar and the people are starting to think, hold on, I mean, like, yeah, these are low budget and at times they're a bit sloppy, but do you know what I mean? They're getting noticed as well. Done right, yeah. Um, I, I want to see. He's very behind the scenes, Jason Blum, isn't he? He, he doesn't. He, he doesn't direct anything about it. He's all. He's, he's, he's just, just, just in the background going, "You do that. You do that." He's to put his money in the right place. Definitely. I mean, you look on IMDb as to what this man's producing. It's a lot. It's as long as it is. Yeah. I mean, this man's constant. He, he's, there's always like you know twenty or thirty things in production. Yeah. Do you know what I mean at any given time? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he's always you know moving. It's, it's a good deal. Aye. The conveyor belt now is getting more interesting. For yeah. the first maybe few years of probably half decade of his stuff, it was the horrors, it was the sort of you know, the ones that are almost horror porn thing mm. used to do some very grotesque horror. Yeah. But recently in the last three or four years he started to put stuff out and putting things in other places that make it really more interesting. He's apparently bought the, the right for 
respond. So who's going to respond with it? Yeah. He's going to again, he's got a low budget there to respond with it. Again, I think he's working with Frank character. Yeah. And he's always put money to us and then to get out and then yeah, this as well. So he does seem to be trying to like, sort of just branch out. I can cast that net wider and wider. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They always know the fuck. We know for a fact that at least three or four blown out some this year. We don't see it's going to alright. They need the money so they can have to take a flyer on something like Invisible Man. Well, that's too. Back to back that I seen last night, both Blumhouse uh-huh. and you're gonna guarantee that they're gonna rate come in, you know. Oh, 100 million, 200 million. Yeah, and it's both of them together cost less than 20 million. Yeah, exactly. Nuts, Max. Didn't you look nuts. at the. Um, nuts. Did he saw. No, he didn't do so, did he? He didn't do so, that was James Wan that done so. He um, wasn't part of Blumhouse. What's his name? Um, Insidious and oh. um, The Conjuring stuff like that. The Pugs, yeah. So the Pugs, yeah. if you looked at it, the Pugs made about 40 million bucks to make all the Pugs, and they're all making about 150 million Yeah, bucks. even the bad ones. The bad people one, yeah. are like, I love this, then there's a TV show, yeah. and the man is, he's, he's, you know, he's King Midas just now. Anything he does is. And, and yesterday that man would have had his own studio by now. Like you're a man. Still, still time. I mean, he's, still, he's still quite a young guy as well. He's not. Oh, yeah. you know, he's still got years and years to go. So exciting to see who's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. So out of the hundred, you're about a ten. Out of ten, eight out of ten. Nice. Um, enjoyed it more than Invisible Man um, for different reasons because it, it is funny. Do you know okay. what I mean? It's darkly funny. There's some yeah. bits that are laugh out loud funny and some bits that are like kind of inwardly funny. Okay. But it, it's. Banging the nose of what it's saying. Um, it's, I, I, I want you to see it. I'm, I will go see it this week. I'm really excited for you to see it. Um, She's amazing. Betty Gilpin, um, possibly performing for the year so far. Okay. She's fucking nuts. Nice. Yeah. Um, next film is one on Netflix. So you should have watched what you didn't, in fact. I did watch, but, but I told you more stuff about it yeah. than you thought I would be a new. So the film is called Spencer <laughs> Confidential. Yeah. Directed by Peter Baird. Um, who directed Lone Survivor, Matrix Days, Deep Water Horizon, Mile 22. You might be noticing the theme of who he works with on those films. I know who he um, works with. He also directed Friday Night Lights and Battleship as well. So, mm. The man casts a wide and interesting name. It does, he, yeah. He, 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 he jumped the Queen's project. <laughs> he's, always bu- he's always busy as well. So, the plot of this film is that Spencer is a police officer who goes to prison because he beats up someone at the start for a domestic abuse case and it happens to be his captain in the, the police force. Yeah. He serves his time in the clink, uh, gets out, and soon, pretty much day one he gets out, the captain and another officer are killed pretty much the next day. So everyone else is in with him, gets not him, so he's just that same desk who is doing this and why I'm doing it and does it and doesn't do anything to do with him. He's also got an ex-wife floating around there, who's or an ex-girlfriend who's sort of bouncing around the, the scene as well. And, and he, from this he starts to uncover maybe something deeper in the... the Some corruption? Boston PD, yes. Right, okay, okay. yeah. And then the film you got Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark, playing Spencer. What's Spencer's full name? Do you know his actual name? Uh, no, I don't. No. Spencer's something. Yeah. And um, Winston Duke, uh, who you know from Black Panther, and yep. also is he in Gay... Well, he's in Us. Us, yeah. Dad in Us. Yep. And you got Alan Arkin, pops up in it as well. We do like Alan Arkin, yep. And Eliza Shlisker, Shlisker. She's in, she plays a girlfriend, she's in, um, she something this year, I can't remember what it was now. Yeah, she's up and coming. Yeah. Up and coming. Um, so, Netflix release. They are scattered gun with the net releases. Yeah, they, they kind of throw everything out there. And, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If they put out 10 things, you'll like one yeah. or two, guaranteed. I think one of them, I'm just, I, I actually do some more than I think I did, but I'm going to give it some shit and fuck with some nice stuff. So. Give it shit. And I'm not saying this is it, so I think it's this Netflix is for it. It seems because it's on Netflix, they give a bit too much freedom. 
not enough notes. So it seems the tone never settles. Yeah. At times it's trying to be like gritty and dark, like a sort of almost Patriot's Day esque type thing. And at times it's trying to be light and fluffy with the buddy cotton is like a kind of lethal weapon. Now, it could be the genius of lethal weapon and Shane Black writing is that lethal weapon gets that balance pretty much bang on perfect. So everyone's always been trying to do that. Ever yeah. since and you start failing. Yeah. This just never sells in a tone. And because of that, you're finally going, like, what am I watching? Oh, yeah. 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 It's something like, like Shane Black does it amazingly, doesn't it? With weapon, he does it in uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. You know, when he gets that, just that perfect line between something that's quite dark and horrible and also can be very, very funny because yeah. of the character, doesn't it? Also, I think we can both say we're both fans of Marky Mark. We enjoy yeah, Mark. Yeah, we do. Yeah. He has got the acting props of some actors. He, he, yeah. Subtlety's yeah. not one of his yeah. great things. I mean, this is set in. Man, boy, or confused man. That's his range. <laughs> again, I mean, listen, like, most of why we're Patriots, they deep water eyes and Mel 22. But Mel 22, they play with a genius. Mel 22, yeah. No. They play with a savant genius. <laughs> 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 you can see any situation, you can like, break it down in like 10 seconds. <laughs> He doesn't give that yeah, you don't get up from Marky Mark. He'll <laughs> no, do that wee kind of frown between his eyes and you're like... Yeah. Like you're many things, Mark. Mark. Yeah. You're not a genius, I can tell that. <laughs> um, and this is saying, they try and play sort of a So you can like, oh, it's like, very much rent again, baddies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the rest of the cast sort of jump out, they sort of kind of fluctuate too loudly what the performance is because of the sort of maybe trying to match him yeah. or by bigger than him. It just sort of, it, it seems like, it seems like stuff in the cutting room floor with this one. Um, I did enjoy Eliza Schlesinger playing the sort of Boston crazy lady. Have you ever seen Ray Donovan? No. There's a kind of Ray Donovan who's like the typical Boston housewife type thing, sort of like mother, sort of mother who's a bit of a dark heart, but just yeah. now trying to settle down. She plays like the almost the caricature of that insane version. It's too good though, yeah. It, 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 it's very cheesy, I, want, I, I know what you're doing for it. Yeah. It's quite funny. She I went big with it. She went, she goes full for it. Acts seem to fun, but sometimes it seems detached from the actual story. Because the point you think a dog, and you're going like, that scene where the dog has actually no baby. Why are you fighting a dog? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. get the, the reality um, here. And the third act's a bit crazy, but it's nothing really you've not seen before. Like, I've seen these kind of fights before, so it's nothing really unique to the fact that we've been in. Um, it's also good going into this a TV show. From the 80s, called Spencer for Hire. Okay. Um, starring Robert Urich and Avery Brooks. Um, and Avery Brooks as in Muscle as in Cisco from Deep Space Nine. Oh, I think that's the guy, yeah, sorry. Yeah. He played Hawk in the, okay. the TV show. Um, TV show was kind of, it was like, yeah, Disgrace Cop with a Heart of Gold. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, we kind of each week he would help someone out while trying to kind of solve his own kind of problems and stuff like that. Hawk was a muscle with a Heart of Gold, do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, like that, black, bald, cool guy, do you know what I mean? Uh, Sunglasses, yeah. always the, the kind of snappy line and stuff like that. And it was just that, that kind of, 50 minutes of just nice warm fuzzy viewing. It was, I used to love it. It was great, yeah. I've not watched this in yet. It was really, really great. Um, 
it bears no relation to the actual that is sounds like it is that they've thought you know that was a cool show let's make something totally different let's use the name and the name is the same he's got a dog called Peril it's a dog right it's, but it's not I think it's a German champion TV show but it's like a that not that not like a beagle in this so he's got the dog and he fights with his beagle well he's got a beagle that's like alright okay got <laughs> Um, so Marky Mark find me a beagle that's yeah. a movie I'd quite like I was, to see I'd take the beagle to win you that'd be genius what's it all about don't care he's fine with a beagle, beagle. Yeah. John, John, John put a dash in there and you've got an Oscar nomination for fuck's sake um, <laughs> it is like I said like, I'm having quite like, harsh on it mm. but, but I actually did quite enjoy it for bits of it you know, I find Marky Mark very charming I know like, but I do quite enjoy him and, he's, and he had enough charm in the film to pull it through. Yeah, he, he manages it. Yeah. I think the problem with Netflix is, is even if something's a bit shit and naff, you're getting it for pretty much. Not yeah. really, you're paying eight ninety yeah. a month, yeah. but you're, I mean, you're pretty much getting it for free, so it's hard to be too a dickhead about yeah. it, Joey, because you're like, you know what, it's shit, but it's fucking free. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's, like, if I paid to go to cinema, it's maybe a bit more harsh, you know, yeah. But it's good. I think it encourages people to take risks and watch stuff that they would maybe never expose themselves to because you know you're flicking through and you think, oh, really, I commend this, which is an element ten if you ever watch, but you think, fuck it, I'll watch it. Never thought I'd like it, and I did. And I think Netflix is quite all of them are quite quite good for that exposure to shit that you maybe would never. Yeah, I mean Amazon does it better. I think in terms of it puts things in cinema first more. I still like to see films that I feel like Yeah, yeah. So Amazon puts stuff in cinema before it goes on Amazon. Yeah. Mostly because it's filmed that. Amazon's one. About, yeah. It's on Amazon now, so that's one of their productions, so they put that there. You've the cinema, make some money from it, yeah? Yes. So I like that. Um, this is the Spencer Gold said was definitely the weakest of the Wahlberg Bear partnership. They've done like four or five films there now. They've done a few. I think what arrived was probably my favourite so far. I really enjoyed that. I've enjoyed Lone Survivor as well. I've not. Those two have not seen the other three and a half. You've seen Mel Quaid. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bruce Sutherland's. Patriot's um, Day. Seen that, yeah. yeah. Which uh, I've quite enjoyed. Friend Night Lights. Yep. Uh, Battleship. Uh, Battleship wasn't good. That's, uh, yeah, Battleship was terrible, wasn't yeah. it? It, it sunk. Well, no pun intended. Yeah. It fucking sunk. Uh, Deservedly so. But yeah, friends are confidential. If you sit at home on a Friday night, it's, a yeah. it's fun, it's silly. There are better things out of the watch, but this is, it's, it's for fine for us. Do you think he gets the best out of Mark and Mark Wahlberg? I think he does get a lot yeah, out of it. Yeah, because obviously, I mean, they've got chemistry. They've worked together. They've worked with each other, yeah, certainly. Is there more to come from them? Do you think no? I mean, I'm sure maybe. Yeah. It's a bit like um, Cruise, Cruise and Macquarie working yeah. on it. You know, the Cruise works on Probably what they're missing is the last one from that now doing top done the sequel top done, I guess, stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Director, actors really work well with each other, so, yeah, Spielberg um, and Hanks, Hanks, yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks, we do, yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hanks, we're Hanks, <laughs> uh, get well, sir, please, so, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't, if it's in the cinema, I would not rush out to watch it, but if you're sitting at home, it's on Netflix, well, it's not a bad way, it's, and it's probably, you can probably do it well, watch it, or do something else. Yeah. You're thinking about the problems of Netflix to an extent that you're not 100% focusing things you're on. You're at times. If you want a cup of tea, you'll kind of lose and get distracted, which, which is good about cinema. I mean, cinema makes you 
focus, pay attention because you know, sit with your phone and stuff like that. Watch Netflix, who's in it? I'll just go to MDB and it's like, put your phone for away, watch the TV okay. in the cinema, focus. This type of film is okay for that, yeah. but all from Netflix because there are a good photos on it. Yeah. This one is fine to do that. I would give it six and a half. Six. I am going to set you the task of finding some old Spencer for higher episodes I will YouTube it if you and any. watching at least one to see how charming Robert Urich and, okay. and, and Avery Brooks are. They work so so well together. Um, okay. There's a charm to it that is just fluffy. Okay, I will YouTube it to make you like anything. Cool. Um, so six out of ten. Cool. Yes. All right yeah. for a, a remake of a, 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 a forgotten TV show. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so last time this week, because it's very quick week this week, because uh, it's like grown up, can't get out to see anything. Is Onward? Oh, which Disney is the new Pixar. Pixar film, written by Dan Scanlon, who did Most University. Right. Okay, that's uh, yeah. One of the weaker ones. Yeah. So what this one is, uh, it's set in a world where it's like um, sort of people feels like. And um, there's a young troll um, called Ian, of course. You know, it's a good troll name, Ian. Ian? Yeah. And his brother, who is called Barley, his older brother. And they both lose a father at a very young age. In fact, Ian can't remember his father, but his father was a bit of a kind of amateur wizard. So on the 16th birthday, Ian gets given a wizard staff. The wizard staff has got a spell in it. In order that you can bring his dad back for one day, one day, yeah, and spend the day together, and they can do everything. Uh, for reasons that happen, the spell goes awry, and you only get half the dad back. We get his legs, his legs back, yeah. yes. Then they've got to go on a quest together, him and his dad and um, family, to go and uh, get the other gem they can use to give him the full dad back, and they spend the day with the dad. It's, it's, it's oh, a quest for that. It's quite sweet. It's, it's, it's a nice story. It's simple, but yeah. Um, so, and the young Ian is played by Tom Holland. Looks like Tom Holland as well, if you imagine Tom Holland as an elf troll thing. Um, Chris Pratt plays his older brother. Uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus, who we talked about last week, she plays the mum. Octavia Spencer plays the Manicor. Manicor? Manticore. Manticore, that's yes. what it is, yes. I know my own voice, Yes, I do. Uh, and Mel Rodriguez plays a centaur, half animal. Half man, half horse? Yes, centaur indeed. Yeah. So that's uh, Mel Rodriguez plays that. What a weird thing that you know about it, you know. I do, I know Greek mythology and beasties and stuff like that, yeah. Fair enough, <laughs> Strange little man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, This is very fun. It's very sweet. It's, it's Pixar doing fun and sweet. Um, in terms of charm, bright, colourful animation looks great. Absolutely, 100%, totally fine Pixar. It is not top level Pixar. It's not Toy Story, Nemo. Not Toy yeah. Story, not Nemo, not Incredible, he's not for me Ratatouille. You don't like Wally, but Wally is great. Rapey wee bastard. Okay, okay. know that, we um, know. It's definitely not, you know, the first five, the first 50 minutes, 50 minutes of Up, which is probably from the greatest song you ever see. Yeah. It's not that level. But if it's on a level like, say, like Bugs Life, or the rest of us, apart from 15 minutes, and things like that, you know, just sort of... Which, I, Bugs Life's good, I like a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm being critical, but, like, mid-level Pixar is probably better than most other animation. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, there isn't really any, even, like, Cars 3, or Cars 2, maybe, isn't bad, it's bad Pixar, but you wouldn't say bad, do you know what I mean, it's not a bad movie? I've genuinely disliked when I've watched it. In fact, there's two. Dislike when I was watching the Fine and Dory. Fine and Dory's not good. I, I still that. enjoyed it, man. It's still a charm in there. And Crossroads 4. So, you know. I, I, I wasn't a fan. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I
really? I think I give it. I think I give it more credit than Elm's time. But yeah, oh, Forky was cute as fuck. No, I didn't. I wasn't. Because Elm's in it, I enjoy absolutely, but did not like the film. Overall, oh. If did you put those in dragons as a kid? Yes. Then you'll enjoy this more. Of course. Why do I think? You let me miss the fucking picture before you did. So. As D and D fan, I believe it's called, yeah. um, you enjoy because a lot of little references to Dungeons and Dragons and all the other kind of role playing games. So like you have to take, you don't have to take the easy route. You take the roads less travelled, the other rocky yeah. roads to make yeah. sure you get into that kind of thing. So cool. you'll enjoy those elements. There's a lot kind of little, um, from what I saw, little hints and sort of little kind of Easter eggs of all Dungeons and Dragons stuff. Geeky shit. Yeah. So not not nerdy shit. Geeky shit. Yeah. So the same way that when I watched Ready Player One. I know people don't really like that film, so it was a bit meh. I got so much from that film, yeah. so much on the screen that I totally love. Every, every scene is eye candy. Uh, <laughs> How is what I'm intrigued by is, I've seen the trailers for this, yeah. um, and Holland and um, Pat have been in Guardians. Yes. Guardians yeah, Spider-Man, they've crossed over in um, Infinity Wars yeah. and Endgame. How are they in this? How's the chemistry? Nice, good, good chemistry. Good, I is that where they've got them from? Do you think they've thought... Yeah, I think they've got from that. I mean, I think they're both names who are, who are selling movies now. Because, yeah. um, I mean, a lot of this stuff, I don't, I don't know if they were on in the same studio at the time doing the, the voice. A lot of the time they'll record the voice in separate places. It's yeah. not like they're working off each other. Uh-huh. Right? So, I, I honestly don't know. But, but they, good chemistry. Well, good chemistry it seems fun. natural. It seems natural. Crack goes big for it. He, he, he plays a sort of kind of idiot brother, sort of maybe... People think he's a bit of a waster, but he's like a heart of, again, heart of gold. He's awesome in it, he's great in it. Um, Tom Holland, he's full of love and charm. He, he is, a really he, he is he's great, he's a lovely wee guy, he really is. He's, there's not much not to like about Tom Holland. What I was say about the story is a little bit, it feels like fourth gear. It's, they don't feel like they want to ramp up a little bit and they don't really do it. Yeah. Then they get to the end and it's usual, Pixar just knows how to play your heart. Like, like oh, there's heart. always yeah, the lump in the throat and you find yourself almost you feel really overly committed to the film for the first 90 minutes. The final yeah. 10 will probably break you. Always, always have that one scene. You just feel, you just feel your throat. Right. You'll constrict a wee bit in your yeah. line. You dirty bastards. They do understand your human emotion range and how to, how to tug those strings. They absolutely know what what makes a heart you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. even like you said even, even one of the sort of lower rent films it just still might have pulled at least one scene they might have do that yeah when well, you do you get a lump and you know you get a swallow and you're like I'm going to cry I'm going yeah. to cry so I didn't cry in this one and Pixar had to cry a lot over the last like 20 odd years didn't cry in this one but lump in the throat was definitely yeah, yeah. fuckers what I like one of them really dislike about it was the shot at the start you know, Nicholas did mm. the shot at the start. Mm. So, some of the shots we do are absolutely phenomenal. I think you could, like, uh, the... Sandpiper's my favourite one. Oh, that one? Oh, the Reaper? Beautiful. Um, I love the, Jack- Is it the Jackalope, the American Jackalope one. Yeah, love and oh, the, the mountain one. I love mountain that. I love well. you. That's yeah. beautiful. And the umbrella, remember the umbrella one as well? And the aeroplane. Oh, there's so many of them. So, we're bringing these up. We love the rabbit and the magician's hat. You get it, they're on Sky Movies and you just find the shots. And you can ju- but you just sit and you're like, wow, wow, yeah. wow. These are like fucking amazing. So clever, so smart. Yeah. The they were in the playgrounds, remember? With all the toys getting discarded with the kids. And yes. Jesus. That, that's... Some is, yeah, like, the one with um, <laughs> Inside Out in Night and Day, remember? Oh, that one was amazing. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> 
You would you would pay a cinema ticket for them. I would honestly, you know, pay oh. ten pounds, go in and see night and day and be like, yeah, yeah. okay, so I've had the money. If they were going to film that cinema, they all the Pixar shots run back to back. I'm 100% here for Totally, wow, yeah. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> <The> shots, <laughs> wow. What I make a point of is I love the Pixar shots. I yeah. One of, one of my favourite things about going to see a Pixar movie is <laughs> the shots. Yeah. The shot at the start. The shot at the start of this one is a Simpsons shot because oh. Pixar is owned by Disney. Disney now owns. Oh shit. The Simpsons. Oh shit. This is a game changer. So it's like it basically. Oh. So the start is in the week. Like black people go up in the bed and says like Disney welcome to Simpsons. You get a little cute Simpsons story about. Um, Maggie try to find a boyfriend. Maybe Maggie. Maybe Maggie, Maggie needs to be boy at the playground. Oh, Maggie, Maggie or Lisa? Maggie? Maggie wow. She needs a little, she a little kid at the playground and she's going to fall in love with it. Yeah. It's very sweet. But wow. it felt... It's felt... Well, it's Simpsons, it's not Disney. It's, it, no, no, it's not Disney, which is, but it is Disney now. But it felt cheap, because I'm like, I want my little shot. I want, yeah. I want my... No, again, shot. man, that's, that's weird. Um, that, that's it, aye. Because, aye, it's like... It, it, it's magic, we're just, we're just saying, we just went, we just rhymed off like 10 there, do you yeah. know what I mean, and how good they all were, and now you're saying that this one's Simpsons, like, I don't want to see The Simpsons, I no. want to see your wee magic shot, or oh, no. That's, that really genuinely made me feel a bit oh, sad. Oh shit, how did it, is it, is it animated like The Simpsons, yeah, or is it's it? Yeah, it's animated like The Simpsons, I mean, in itself it's totally fine, there's nothing wrong but with it. But it's not it's a not proper shot, oh, oh no. Yeah. I think you need to take a point off the score for this. I, I actually... <laughs> I actually did take a, I took a half, I took a half point off the floor. How dickish are we? I know. Oh, um, I, I mean, it did it generally upset me a little bit. The fact I, no, I actually understand that. I get it because it's like, no, I don't, I don't want to see the Simpsons. I mean, yeah. that's not why I'm here. So no. I get, I get it completely. Fucking get it. Yeah. So out of ten, seven. Seven out of ten. So it would have been seven and a half. Maybe seven and a half, but the Simpsons shot for it. And then it's, it's not part of the movie, but to me. The point of going to see a picture is that's wrapped up in it. Aye, you, you look forward to it, you yeah. go in and you know, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, uh, and now and again you forget and you wait and you're like, oh, and then you get pure excited. Like, I get it. We were running late for the film, we really just made it in before the film started. I realised we were probably in, we went to the time if we decided not to sort of shot, but I want to see the shot. Yeah. It's something that means a lot. No, I get you. That's, mm, that, and that, that, this is going to be, this is because they've got Star Wars now and shit like that, so we're going to. Oh no! Right, if, if you're listening, um, who's the main dude? No, it does Disney Pixar. What's his name? Lasseter. Yeah, John Lasseter. If you're listening, John, fix it. Yeah, don't. We don't want. We will, I mean, I love the Simpsons. I want yeah. Simpsons independently. We, we want original yeah. Disney Pixar yeah. shots. That's what we want. original, not not. You know, stuff you've got original, please, John. I love John. peanut butter, I love jam, I'm not for mixing this shit. I know Americans like to mix it, but I don't want to mix it. I want it. you to tweet this, hashtag John Massacre. <laughs> Seriously, man, do this shit, please don't. It was upset to me, so yeah, 7 out of 10 for yeah. Lots of fun, kids will love it, it's really sweet. What I would say was interesting about it was, we saw it on a Tuesday night in Glasgow, which is normally a 2 for 1 night, and it is a 2 for 1 night, and it's a 2 for 1 night, and it's orange or what's the orange, yeah. the market type thing. Yeah. Big screen. Four people in total, and it wouldn't mean jobs. Which people. is insane. But I don't know if it's a corona thing or people just not buying into the film. Is. So, just quickly, so we can buy into the scaremongering because I'm quite enjoying this just now the whole coronavirus gosh. Yeah. So, James Bond has been put back seven months. Yes. You were telling me today that. Quiet Place has been put back as well. The Quiet Place 2, which. Yeah. Did, a Quiet Place was like a surprise hit. Well, Quiet Place is so, Quiet Place 2 is so big, we're doing a double screen of um, wow. two back to back. Right, yeah. so Quiet Place was a massive yeah. unexpected hit. They've done a second one on it. 
big names, Killian Murphy's in it, still 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 That's your big name. Yeah, Emily Blunt's a big name, my friend. I can't remember if he's a big name, man. Only to you. No, no, he's a draw, man. He's, he's a draw. He, okay, he's he's a draw, dude. He's, he's a draw. Okay, okay. Um, Peaky Blinders is. is big, I don't think he's big, but so Emily Blunt are all there for. Yeah, but on as well. But no, see, there is big names him as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so to pull this as well, and this, this is nuts. So what else is coming up? Are they going to pull Black Widow? That's what I'm thinking. That's the next. Because that's the next big, big one. That's yeah. Aye, it's, it's not. No, it's in the market, isn't it? Yeah, it's within the next kind of month or two anyway, but this whole corona thing that they're thinking, you know, like. I mean, two or three weeks ain't going to be quite definitive on it, so. Yeah. It's got to be, yeah. I mean, I get quite a bit of it. Particularly films, like, I mean, to be honest, the Bond film, I don't really get. I don't think it's going to make money anyway. But it's all about that opening weekend, isn't it? That's, you know, the prestige right there, you know, we made, you know, 120 million on an opening weekend, and Bond cannot. I can't make 45 million for the weekend, yeah, only 120 yeah, million. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I can see more stuff get pushed if the studios will push them because they know that no land's probably going to get pushed in China. They're not pushed in China now. Right now. Yeah. Excited, but yeah, so it's a funny time for movie goals, isn't yeah. it? It's interesting because there's a lot of small movies out there that might get screen time because well, that, that, that could be the benefit for us. Yeah. You'll get some of the stuff that might be finishing up this week, might last more. Well, things like The Hunt, which is probably not going to get the recognition it deserves, might, might benefit yeah. from... But in the same way, Captain Trips. In the same way, if people aren't going to sign them up, it seems to be happening. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. If, and if you might go, right, I can wait for something, I go out and see this big loose, I'll see a big loose, I'm not going to risk my health to go and see. Sir, and my health, I will put to the side. I will, the I will go um, curse you, yeah, virus. So, but what is out next week? <laughs> is you've got Bloodshot. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, this is it's going to be terrible. I know it's going to be fucking terrible, but it's going to be the kind of terrible that I embrace so much. Yes, yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually going to say myself. Yeah. Uh, you've got My Spy, which I think is looks awful. Yeah, That's the one with Dave Batista. As a spy to the little girl. Yeah, yeah. So people are meant to say. People like that shit, but they The do. Rock's done it before with two fairies, like, kind of, big muscly guys. Little tiny person with It works, yeah, it does, it, it works, man. It works. Yeah. Yeah. You know, misbehaviour, which I think was quite enjoyable. What's that? That's when we keep a nightly playing it's in Miss Ball competition. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if me and you have been so very woke gentlemen, yes. we'll go and see that. Yes. Yes. Um, still out, it's Frank Silent. Desperate to see it okay. for all the fucking wrong, wrong reasons. reasons yeah. <laughs> Everyone has the wrong reasons, but yeah. I want to see it. That's out, and also military. Which is Blumhouse as well. Blumhouse as well. Military ways are still out as well, not fancy ways. I don't want to see that. I, I, uh, it looks too. Oddly, they're shooting on the super screen. It seems a complete waste of super screen, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, Bloodshot should be on the super screen, something like that. Yeah. I mean, which is a big epic. Uh, so yeah, Bloodshot I'd say is my most anticipated of next week. Uh, yeah, it's going to be terrible, but yeah. Uh, Three beers the movie at Gmail, Instagram, um, on Hotmail, Facebook. Yeah, let us know what you think. Have a chat to us. Tell us about your experiences with Corona. Um, Tom Hanks, get well soon, sir. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. Tom. We do. We Tom love you, Tom. Tom. We do. I've been calling. You've been Richard. And we have been. Three beers and a movie.